0: Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl, you just tuned into the Brittany Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both, and sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations, because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am your favorite podcast host, Brittany N. Smith, and I am here with my new friend, Dr. Portia Lockett, and she is a specialist who helps us navigate, overcome, deal with grief. Grief, 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 you've heard it before, maybe you maybe you've experienced grief in your life, whether in the past or currently, um, and you know that it can be a tangled web to navigate. Um, And so she is here to lend us her expertise and her, um, her insight as to how we can navigate that a part of our journey, that part of our journey, rather. Um, So Dr. Portia, thank you for joining us today.
1: It is a pleasure. (laughs) Truly a pleasure, Brittany. Yay. The other
0: thing to note about Dr. Portia Lockett is that she is also a phenomenal speaker who is going to be joining us for the Hey Girl Conference coming up May 13th, 2023. You need to be there because I'm telling you all the women that we have interviewed and that we will interview on the show in the next couple of weeks are powerhouse speakers. And you just kind of, it's almost like every episode you listen to, you're putting another piece to the puzzle um, in terms of what you're going to get at the Hey Girl Conference, and oh my gosh, what a puzzle. It is already becoming, we have women from different walks of life, different industries, but all with one goal, and that is to uplift and support her sister. So when I tell you walking into that room is going to be like one big hug, the hug that you've been waiting for, the hug that you've been needing all your life, that is the Hey Girl Conference in a nutshell, and all of these women coming to speak are just amazing, amazing, both, I was going to say on the court and off the court, whether they're in their space of business or just being, um, they are amazing human beings. So Dr. Portia, thank you again for
1: joining us today. So explain to us in your own words, who you are and what you do. Well, thank you so much for that opportunity. So um, as you mentioned before, I am Dr. Portia Lockett and I am, first of all, a child of the most high king. That is the, the highest thing that's on my resume, uh, on my vitae. I, I, I claim that. Right, mm-hmm. because without God, mm-hmm. I am nothing. I am because He is. Right. Mm-hmm. So further than that, um, I am a, a inspirational speaker, and my main focus is helping people to to. Uh, Maneuver through that space of grief. I am a grief recovery specialist. I'm a chaplain. I am a spiritual advisor and a mother to many. And I'm just in this space now where I'm trying to, no, I'm not trying. I am yeah. helping people to propel to that next level of getting um out of that space of deep grief. Because once you go in, sometimes it's very challenging to come out, but how to be able to deal with it and maneuver through it and accept it for what it is. And then be able to gradually move into the next space where God has placed us to be.
0: Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for that. So explain to us, I know that there are some myths, some misconceptions about grief. So tell us about some of those misconceptions.
1: So some of the misconceptions are is that grief just only deals with a loss of a loved one, a loss of a relative, the a loss of a, a good friend, a loss of a church member. But it's not just that we put grief in a box and there are over 40 different ways that one can wow. grieve. For example, I, I always bring books because I love books. So some people may have the, the grief of uh, losing a pet. Some people don't have children. They don't have loved ones. So they they rely on that that dog or that cat to welcome them when they come home. And when that cat or that pet is no longer uh, vital in that household, then they go through a grieving journey as well. Now, we also talked about um, other forms of grief moving beyond that loss. Someone may have experienced a, a divorce. So when you go through that divorce, you're grieving because you've been with that individual for a number of years and you've had that that uh, that regiment of, of of joining forces together to build an empire or just to, to be together as a unit on a regular basis. And then that relationship for whatever reason has dissolved. Then right now we are probably all experiencing some form of grief because over the last three years, we've all experienced this these unprecedented times of dealing with the COVID pandemic, this COVID virus. Some of us experienced it. Some of us lost loved ones because of it. Some of us had to experience the the shutting down of business and and repurposing our businesses and how we operate. Some of us have have to be able to to move on because we could no longer function, you know, the way we have been in the past because of loss of income. Children have lost, um, experienced loss because of socialization. They weren't able to go to school anymore. Teachers were teaching in a different um, uh, light you know, uh, people were, the country was being led in a different light. So when the list can go on and on and on, when you uh, try to define that uncomfortable position that puts you in a space of of sometimes depression, if you will, um, when you're dealing with the loss of something or someone.
0: Absolutely. And, and, you know, Dr. Portia, I want to take a step backwards. Um, I made a huge assumption that everyone knows what grief is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So can you please
1: explain what is grief? So there's, there, there's a lot of different um, definitions, but I will just say it is, is grief is the loss of uh, anything or in a space of being uncomfortable because uh, it, no, whatever it is that you're experiencing no longer exists anymore. And it's a natural reaction to change now Mm. grief can be good too so for example when you become a new mother you've never been a mother or a parent before and so sometimes you're grieving because the change that you're experiencing of taking um that step of becoming a parent i no longer have that that freedom or i'm i'm grieving because of the change or someone may go through a little grief because i'm planning this big huge wedding. And and I'm not really sure if it's going to be the perfect wedding that I'm planning for, let's just say, 200 people. So people grieve in different ways. There's good grief and not so good grief. It depends on I the individual like, and how you receive it. I feel like that's a book. Have you written a book yet? Because I feel like... I know, but there is a book called Good Grief. Okay. You know, and like, you're, if you go back a few generations like I have, you would you hmm. always hear the little phrase, good grief from Charles. Yes, Yes. grief, Charlie Brown. Yes,
0: yes, I love that. So thank you for thank you for clarifying that, Um, because I want everyone to really, um, that's the thing that ties us together, all of us who are listening and are part of this conversation, that we all have experienced grief in some way, shape, or form in our lives. No matter where you are, who you are, you've experienced it. And so I want to tap in also to um, how we as women experience grief is there are there things that that we um as women how we experience grief in a special way because we're women is there a connection in that way
1: absolutely because you know we're spiritual beings having a human experience and so w- with women we tend to lean on each other when we're going through that grieving journey so for example you know if you are that that person who has been that overachiever right and you have put those, uh, those goals in place, you've had your whole life lined up how you want it to be, and then boom, something changes. And then you may go through that, that space of grieving. So for example, during the, the COVID pandemic, if you were building your business and you were just getting to the point where your brand was just like top notch, then all of a sudden, boom, whatever it was that you're branding, branding was not being well-receptive right now because that, that was no longer a need for your particular brand. Or you may um, have been in the, 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 the hype or the top of your game, and then all of a sudden you discover that you're expecting... So that puts a little change. It throws a little wrench in the plans that you have because now you got to be a mama and that baby or those children have to be your priority and you have to put whatever it is that you are planning on hold temporarily. Not to say that you can't come back to it because we as women, we are multitaskers, right? Huh. When we look in the mirror, we see phenomenal women doing phenomenal things in phenomenal ways every single day. Or uh-huh. as you said to me, we are amazing women, do amazing things in amazing ways every single amazing day because God makes amazing Amazing days because we are amazing nests, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're experiencing well, sometimes when that, that plan is shifting and it's changing. You know, also, you know, as women, you know, when we go through um, uh, let's just say um a space of uh, let's just say someone has been diagnosed with breast cancer, that's a different form of grief because we consider cancer to be a chronic illness. The beginning stages of finding out that news of the C-word. Right. Regardless of what stage, if it's stage one, if it's stage two or stage three, then we have that grief moment when we call our mothers, we call our sisters, we call our sister friends and just say, hey, I've just been diagnosed. And not only are you going through that grief, but those people who love you who are in your inner circle may experience grief, too, because they're really not sure how to assist you through this healing journey. Mm -hmm. and then you may um, just experience um, uh, a place of where you have to move you've been in one uh, space or this home for a long period of time and then your job or your career says you know what we're going to be making some moves and we're making a decision that you're going to get an upgrade but you're going to have in order to get that upgrade you're going to have to move to a different city so again it's change it's good grief but just because of the unknown and the unexpected
0: Ooh, we don't like that. <laughs> As women, we struggle with the unexpected because we like to be in control. There's, there's a sense of safety that we feel when we know what's going on. Yes. Uh, so I, I like this theme of change that yes. you that you're bringing to the table. So what are some of the ways that you would
1: encourage us to make friends with change? Embrace it. Just Ooh. be open to change because change is constant. And so the more we embrace that change and put a different spin on it as opposed to putting a negative vibe on it, what's going to be the best thing? What's the best scenario that could come out of this situation? And, you know, we were talking about various situations. So let's talk about a relationship. Right. And so most of us, a I won't say all of us, but most of us want to be in that sacred space in a relationship with someone very, very special. But then all of a sudden, we get that phone call, we're out to dinner, and that person no longer wants to be in that space with us anymore. And so that change is like, wait a minute, I've poured all this energy into this relationship, and all of a sudden, that person, or you have the ability to be able to tell me you don't want to be in this space with me anymore. So now I have to be receptive to it. Because guess what, ladies, somebody greater is coming for you. (laughs) On. One day you're going to be able to look back and say, you know what, Bob, Rob, Timothy, Tom, uh, whoever, thank you. Because if you hadn't walked away from all this, That's it. this right here would not be here. So thank you for leaving me because now I'm, now because I'm able to embrace change, I'm able to embrace, embrace what is yet to come. And what's I here right now is good.
0: I love that so much. it really, what you're describing is that perspective shift, absolutely you know because yeah, yeah, we know that God makes no mistakes, absolutely, and there is there is no coincidence in God. He it's his plan all the way through, and so, um, as a child of the king, it's like, okay, this situation is happening for a reason. Yes. help me to see the reason. So that I can embrace the season, right? Um, so I love that. And so can you can you share with us? Cause I love the example that you gave, you know, when you're in the throes of like making life happen and then you're 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 expecting like that's what that's a part of my story. I'm like, I'm building this organization and I'm empowering women and girls. And I got pregnant with the first baby. And I'm like, I was newly married too, on top of that. So there were a lot of different factors at play. And, and that was my story. And when you talk about, um, you know, trying to figure out how am I going to do this now? So there was there was a dip. I was I was sad some days. I was angry some days. I was confused some days. I felt inadequate some days because I didn't think I could manage the new and the changes. Um, but there is another there's the other side of that season as well, where you find your flow. Um, so talk to us about a time in your life where you were looking face to face with change and you had to make a decision and
1: how you overcame or got through that moment. Well, as you said, we have to trust the process. We have to trust God. So, so years ago, I was in um, the radio business. I was a radio advertising um, accountant. And I, I had my business plan. Everything was all coming together. And I made a decision that I was going to step out on faith. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, before you step out on faith, you need to go and you know get all your doctor's appointments in line because your insurance is going to be changing just a little bit. So you just want to make sure that everything is lined up, everything is correct. Unfortunately, I went to the doctor and I discovered that um, I had some cancerous cells in my uterus. Mm. And so my doctor suggested, you know, that I have this procedure done. So prior to me going to my doctor, I had already turned in my resignation because I knew that everything was just going to flow and I was fine. I wasn't feeling anything in my body. And so once I had to, to have that, 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 uh, that procedure, I had to go back to my boss and say, you know what, this is what's going on, you know, and, and I was just hoping that, you know, you hadn't hired anybody else to take my place. And he says, you know what? I hadn't even turned in your paperwork. That's wow. trusting me, right. So I had to stay on in my position after the procedure, probably for another six to nine months, if I recall. Wow. But the cool thing was I had an account that never spent any money with me, but I was out there uh interacting with that customer every quarter, I was saying, you know, here's our packages and you should really consider. it. he was like, but no, 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 because we don't even do radio advertisement. Right at the end of that six month mark, I received a call from the client saying, Portia, we need to get on the radio station because it was a automotive company who had an ex- huge explosion in their area of business. So all these various plants had to shut down and guess what? all they needed to say was attention 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 do not report to work i repeat if you work in plant a b c d e f g and the woodson plant in all those different areas surrounding areas do not report to work and every time they came on just to say that which is about 10 seconds they had to drop x amount of dollars in a month's time they spent Approximately one million dollars. Oh my gosh, Can you imagine what my look like. Okay, <laughs> God was preparing me wow. so that was for a three month period, and oh my, my compensation was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I even remember, let me just show you the other hand of God in this because they had never advertised on the radio before. I remember the management managers that were in charge said, you know what, we're going to turn this into a house account. And I'm like, a house account? But I've been working this account for the last couple of years. It's like, yeah, well, you, you really haven't really been working it because you haven't brought in any money. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So my, 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 my um, accountant at that time, you know, said, you know, of you just, just 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 be cool. We're going to pray about this. So we were very, very close friends. Go to the decision maker at the company and let them know what's going on. And I did. They called back to the radio station and said, look, if Portia can't handle this account, we're going to take this business to Ooh, another." What God has for you is for you, honey. Wow. He said, well, we go- <laughs> he walked the line to the third, the top manager. And they said the same thing. If Portia can't have this account, she can't get credit for this account. We're going to take it to another. Guess what? God was setting me up. So when it was time, really time for me to leave, I had finances in place to hold me in place for a year. Jesus. That was the hand of God. Ooh. And so when you're going through that change and that shift in your life and God is telling you what to do, but he hasn't shown you the whole picture because sometimes when God shows you the whole picture, we can't handle it. Right. We get in the middle of it and try to change that. Well, God, not like this. This is how I want it. Because God is like, you're going to trust me or trust me. And I had Ooh. to trust God. Oh my gosh. That is, yo. <laughs> I have chills.
0: I have chills because I know I'm encouraged by that, but I know somebody listening is literally teetering on whether or not to trust God or whether or not to hear and listen to that still small voice. You know, a lot of us are in that 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 uh in-between space of making a decision. And um, and I think somebody really needed to hear that story and what can happen when you trust God, what I heard was you really have no idea what he has in store for you. You know, when the word says eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man, what God has in store for us. That's that kind of what what just happened. What you, what you just described. That's that kind of blessing. Um, So, wow, 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 wow. And so um, when you talk about you you know you kind of explained to us and gave us an, gave us an example of how you've been able to embrace change even in a scary time in your life right with a diagnosis and all those kinds of things. Um, what do you say to the person who is just yeah that's nice Dr. Portia that that's cool but I'm stuck in my grief. Mm-hmm. I can't I, I've had a hard time moving forward from the loss. What do you say to that person? Seek help.
1: Sometimes we think that um, things are just going to just change overnight and it's not. So it's up to us to make the decision to say, in order to move forward, I know what I've done thus far has not getting me is not getting me to where I desire to be. So I need some help. And that help may be reaching out to receive therapy. Reaching out to a spiritual advisor reaching out to someone else who has pretty much experienced what you're going through and just being in a space to be open, to be listened in a listening space.
0: I love that. And so what I hear you saying also is you need to be able to be open and honest.
1: Yes. About
0: with yourself. yourself. Absolutely. You have to do that first before you can be open and honest with another person. Um, And that is going to be the key to you getting through this is sharing and being able to receive support, um, not allowing pride to keep you locked in to where you are, because if you could have handled it by yourself, you would have by now.
1: Oh, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. The, The thing about it is, is that, you know, as women... We go through so many changes. So I, I share with you that I had cancerous cells, you know, um, on my uterus. Uh, when I was pregnant with my my second child, they told me also that I had some other uh, cells, you know, in the same area of the body. And and they suggested that I abort my child. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm. So I was had to be on, I had to stop work completely and be on bed rest. Another uh, traumatic episode in my life was when um, I went through my divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay. another traumatic episode was when I went through bankruptcy and foreclosure, you know, on my home and when my car was repossessed. But every single time God brought me through, there's a saying that says God won't bring you to it if he won't bring you through it. Mm-hmm. And so each and every time I've had to trust the process and lean on God. And I remember I went through a space where I didn't have any money coming in and I had to move back home with my three sons, with my mom. And I was asking God, you know, what do you want me to do? You know, I, I, I need some money in order to take care of my children. And he led me to a space of, of, of volunteering at a hospital. And I'm thinking, and I'm talking to God like, wait a minute, hold on, God, I need money. And you're saying, Volunteer. Uh-huh. right? And so even after volunteering in that space, he led me to another space of volunteering. But three weeks or so after I was in that space of volunteering at the next hospital, they came to me and said, we've noticed you. We see some of the things that you've been doing, The doctors are talking about you, the nurses, the patient, various people who work in this setting are having some conversation about your style and your presentation. So by this time, I am a a licensed and ordained chaplain. So when I would walk into the rooms, I would just say, hey, my name is Chaplain Dr. Portia Lockett. I just stopped by to drop off a bucket full of blessings and an extra dose of God's love. You want some? Now, Mm -hmm. that's not Away, that you would enter into a room as a chaplain, but God gave me a different style. He gave me a different rhythm. And so again, I had to trust that process. So they created a position yes. based on my expertise and oh my, my knowledge and my credentials. So God can do anything exceedingly and abundantly anything we could ever hope for, imagine. So as you're going through and you're in that low, just trust God, talk to him. Like we're having a conversation, talk to God, say, God, I need to get out of here. Tell me what to do. Who am I supposed to talk to? What am I supposed to be doing? And then stop, be still and know that God is God. And if we're quiet enough and get into that deep space of being still, we will hear the voice of God. And I'm not saying it's going to be this voice of God that says, Brittany, this is God speaking. It may through be through a friend. It may be through a song. It may be even through a movie or a book that you're reading. You don't know how God is going to get to you. But trust me, he will. So again, trust the process.
0: Dr. Porsche, you preaching. You are preaching up in here, okay? And And the other thing that I heard you say is that your gift made room for you. Yes. Your gift made room for you in the midst of questioning, you know, why you are where you are and in the midst of feeling like you don't have what you need and feeling like you can't accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And the whole time, again, God was setting you up. (laughs) He was setting you up.
1: Mm -hmm. And another thing I'll suggest, too, um, fast. Fast and pray, pull away from everything. One of the most phenomenal periods in my life is when I sat back and I did a 21 day fast. When I say I fasted, I turned off the TV. I didn't watch any TV. I wasn't listening to any secular music. I wasn't talking on the phone to anyone that was uh, having any unnecessary conversations. I was basically talking to God, talking to my children and talking to my mom. And just in that space of getting up and just being in the presence and welcoming in the Holy Spirit and just worshiping God and listening and writing. And I remember I was listening to Juanita Bynum's uh, song, You Are My Peace. I mean, that was my theme song every day. You are my peace. You are my peace. I'm like, girlfriend, we are sisters. We are connected because I wanted God to give me some peace. And Mm -hmm. just- through that and just praying and being led, um, what to ask for, how to ask for, what to expect, when to stop, when to pause. And when I came out of that, the light of God was, uh, was shining on me so bright that I didn't even recognize myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful the light of God was for me at that particular time in my life. So fast and pray and watch God
0: that's awesome that's awesome thank you for sharing that um you know and so as we are talking about how to manage grieving how to um handle change and transition in our lives um what i hear you saying is that it god has to be at the center of it that we can't really do this thing without his guidance without his love without his support without him sending people because we can't do it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we have him, but then he sends people to support us through these different spaces and times in our lives. And uh, segue or shameless plug that you're going to find those people at the Hey Girl Conference. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like if we bring it back full circle, that is what you find in the room. You find those support sisters who will be with you in those transitions of life, in those, those low moments where you feel stuck and you feel like there's no way out. You meet those kinds of people at the Hey Girl Conference. Um, the, t- the level of conversation, you know, sometimes it, sometimes Dr. Portia, it's not even a person physically being here to put their arm around you and say, woo, 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 sis is going to be okay. Sometimes you need someone who can bring a level of conversation that's going to lift you up out of the pit. Yes. Um, you know, having those women that can talk to you in a certain way that will that will just stimulate your brain that says, oh, wait, I can do this. You know, um, it's that elevated conversation. Cassandra and I, who is the founder, Cassandra the founder of the Hey Girl Conference. We just had a conversation not too long ago about elevated friendships and elevated mm-hmm. connections. That is what you're going to find at the Hey Girl Conference. Hey, can, I, can I add
1: something on to that? Yes, yes, yes. Conference is going to be a celebration of elevation. Because we are going up, yeah, okay? We are yes. going up. Celebration yes. of elevation for each and every person that is in attendance to that conference. I'm just excited in that with a spirit of anticipation of mm-hmm. knowing something phenomenal is going to take place for every woman that shows up. Ooh,
0: yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dr. Portia, um, this is a very rich conversation. What are your parting words of encouragement to the ladies listening today?
1: So my parting words would be this. As you're evolving through your, your journey of, of grief, there will come a time when you have to take a personal assessment and eliminate anyone and anybody that's not bringing something to the table to help you become that elevated sister that God is calling you to be. Then you have to identify who you need in your space. Who do you need in your circle, your sister circle? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? So if you're trying to start a business, then in your circle, you need to make sure you have your strategic planner. You need to have a marketing person. You need to have an accountant, whoever that you need. You need to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with power packed women that bring something to the table that will hold you up. Then you need to be able to look in the mirror at yourself every day and call forth what Mm -hmm. it is that you want it to be. Because I truly believe that whatever it is that you want, you will begin to think about it and think about it to the point you'll be able to speak about it. And when you speak about it, it's going to manifest. So whatever it is that you want, speak it. If you don't want it, don't give it any thought because whatever you think is going to eventually manifest into it. The last thing I will say to you is take time out to forgive yourself. Because sometimes we hold our own selves hostage or we've been holding on to someone else that has brought us harm or brought us into a space that was an uncomfortable space. So I want you just to take a moment to just to say, I want to inhale. I want to exhale. I'm going to forgive myself and everybody else so that I can move on through this journey. So, 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 so good. So, 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 so good. So ladies, listen. You
0: heard it here. Dr. Portia is amazing. Um, And and this is just a slice of what you're going to get at the Hey Girl Conference. So if you are in the tri-state area on May 13th, 2023, you need to go to heygirlconference.com and get your registration. And I think we have a coupon code, heygirlhey2023. You can get $10 off because you were a guest on our show today. Um, I just, I'm full. Again, I know I I say that every episode, but I literally leave every conversation full because these women are amazing. Um, so Dr. Portia, before we go, how can we connect with you online and on social?
1: Yes. Yeah, so you can go to DrPortiaLockett.com. You can also reach out to me on my nonprofit, which is Foundation.org. And you can also reach out to me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Portia Lockett, Facebook, Portia Lockett and on LinkedIn, Dr. Portia Lockett
0: awesome thank you so much all right ladies listen you want to keep tuning in for these episodes um so meet us next week same time same place for another episode of the britney smith podcast bye thanks for tuning in today be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show yes girl i'm serious just send her the link and say girl listen to this want to hang out with me every day head over to facebook and join the female coaches consultants and content creators group on facebook or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode girl i enjoyed our conversation stay amazing and remember you are loved you are needed and nobody i repeat nobody can do what you do the way you do it see you next time on the britney smith podcast